Hello and welcome to the next installment of Opt-In NYC Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Police Officer Joe Glada. I am joined in studio this week with... John Negron. Remotely with... Madison Moreno. And our guest... Sergeant Katrina Simmons. Hey, Sarge, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine yourself. So far, so good. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the history of your career? Well, I started off as a traffic enforcement agent in 2007. And from there, I got promoted to a level two which is direct in traffic, and I was in the city, and that was in 2009. 2012, I started off my career under um, police officer. So what made you want to be a traffic agent to start with? Well, I was in college, (laughs) so that was the motivating factor for that. Just needed a job? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it wasn't a test at the time that you had to take. It was just a resume. So um, my mom actually told me, I'll just put in a resume and we'll see what happens. So that's basically what I did. And I got the call back. And so you said level two traffic agents are the one directing traffic and level one is just the ones going out enforcing parking? Yes, issuing the summonses. So what's the promotional process like for traffic agents? Well, it's discretionary um, from level one to level two. And so I started off right in... Um, tickets and then I got promoted to level two and I was still issuing summonses but I was directing traffic as well. I can't believe that's considered a promotion. I would much rather write tickets than direct. I <laughs> yeah. hate directing traffic. So, <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely more freedom writing um, yeah. tickets because you're out by yourself and basically that's your whole day walking around a neighborhood. When you're directing traffic, you're in that intersection all day, all the cars driving past you all, all days. Can you uh, tell us what what made you want to make the choice to become a police officer? Because I know um, as a traffic agent, you still have to take the um, exam to become a police officer, right? Yes. So what um, kind of inspired you to want to make that choice and that move up in your career? Well, again, that was encouragement from my mom because... um, my whole when I saw police officers, I'm like, I don't want to stand on a corner. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, I identified them as like, I don't want to stand on a corner. I don't want to be, you know, that cop. But my mom is like, no, there's other stuff that you could do. So I took the promotional exam because I was already under NYPD. So I took the promotional exam and I got called that way. So what was that transition like from um, traffic agent to a police officer? For me, um, it was. I believe it was a smooth transition because traffic agent, you're kind of like solo all day by yourself. You basically can dictate how your day is going. You're not answering calls. You know, you don't really have a partner there working with you 24-7. But as a cop, like as soon as I came out, I had somebody that I had to watch their back. They had to watch my back. We had to answer these calls. And you never know what you're going to. So it's like you almost always have to be in the, your A game all the time. So that was like, all right, I have to get myself together. I have to, you know, know what I have to do. So it was kind of easy as far as... Um, already being under NYPD and knowing that there's a strict set of rules you have to follow, but actually putting on the suit and applying them and just knowing what to do, that was like the harder part. So would you feel you were more disliked as a traffic agent or as an actual (laughs) NYPD police officer? Um, Well, during that time, I would definitely say I was more disliked as a traffic agent. Definitely. I feel like the, as much as there's anti-police sentiments yes. now, there's always <laughs> anti-traffic definitely. ticket sentiments. So. Yeah. Can you, so it's clear that um, a big inspiration and in kind of your choices career-wise is your mother. 
which I think is something that's super, super special. Was that also kind of the main inspiration for wanting to move up in ranks throughout the career? Like, was she just always there cheering you on? Yeah, my mom has always been a motivating factor for me and also my son, because I want to be a positive image for him when he looks at a cop. So I want him to see, like, there's different avenues. Like, I don't want him to look at a cop as, like, standing on the corner like I did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, there's other <laughs> stuff that you can go to police for. And just them being another resource for you, I wanted to show him that. Let's take one moment now to pause and hear from our sponsors. And we're back. Uh, did you uh, feel being a traffic agent prepared you for being a cop? Was there anything that you were able to take away from being a traffic agent besides just being able to write traffic tickets as a cop? Oh, definitely. Um, you you have to keep your composure at all times because you constantly have when when you're ever like approached by someone is always in connection to them receiving a ticket for you from you and they're not happy. <laughs> so, you know, they give you a piece of their mind and you have to keep your composure at all times. You don't ever want to escalate the situation because you never know which way it could go. So you have to like try to explain it to them and like, okay, I understand you're upset. So definitely that I had to use like dealing with the situations as being a police officer. It's just that always needing to be on and on guard yeah. like that, right? Uh, where are you currently in kind of in, in, in the journey in your career right now? What are you doing currently with the department? Well, I just got promoted to sergeant. Congratulations. I'm in the 9-4. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I'm in the 9-4. I'm on patrol. So. Uh, so is there anywhere that you want to continue with your career? Like, What are your career goals with the NYPD? Uh, eventually, I would love to be in a position where it's more community-based and just dealing with the youth and helping them to see that cops are not just standing on the corners. <laughs> I definitely want to do that and be that resource for uh, the youth. Because I know, like, for my son, I want him to look at it as, like, there's options out there. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, I, see, I see what you did there. <laughs> you know, there's other things that he could do. Or even if he needs something and I can't help him per se. Like he knows officer so-and-so is gonna be out there. He's gonna run into him at the, you know, the community center or something like that. He can go to him and like get his advice on something. Like there's always that resource for him. Is there any points um, in your career at the moment that you interact with like traffic? Like have you ever run into like an old like traffic friend that you might've had on the job? No, and that's only because I, um, was based in Manhattan for most of my traffic career. I worked in the Lower East Side, and then I did some stuff in downtown Brooklyn, but where I'm at now, I'm in uh, like Greenpoint. So, so you're far really, from everything. Yeah, I don't never run into anybody. So no tickets from any old friends. That's no. good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, no. So you mentioned wanting to um, collaborate with the youth more. Is there anything you have done in your career so far that has reached um the youth or is there any anything that you could do in your position now that you think um, would reach the kids? The only thing, uh, the only position I've held since I've become a police officer where it was more community uh, outreach was being in the homeless outreach unit. And um, just that the age range of people that I would run into varied like I'm talking about like 17 year olds to like 70 year olds and just hearing their story and like just trying to get them help and 
like you feel that like, oh my God, I need to do something and wanting to do something. And I was there for four years and that was the most I've done um, community wise. And that kind of fuels me wanting to, uh, you know, give, give back to the community as best as I can. What was that unit responsible for? Like, what was your goals? People that was sleeping in parks, um, maybe out stretching on tra- in the train stations and on the banks, trying to get them to a uh, shelter. We would get a, a lot of resistance. You know, they had their reasons for not wanting to, but we would try to, if, even if they were uh, placed in a shelter and they needed to get there, they can call us or they can walk into a precinct and that precinct would call our unit and we would go and transport them. Like, no questions asked. Where do you have to go? We'll take you there. Was there any sort of enforcement or is it strictly voluntary for them to go to the shelter? Well, it was voluntary unless, you know, they were emotionally disturbed and we tried to get them help for that. But there was enforcement aspects of it, like if they were refusing to leave or something like that. Now, I know one of the things that the city keeps putting out recently is the the code blue things with the cold weather. Is that like an enforcement version then that they have to go when those things are issued? Well, we used to work with, again, this was so many years ago, but um, we did the coldest day of the year and we had to go into the train station. And surprisingly, a lot of people would go because it's just like you talking to them and explaining to them, like, you know, it's dangerous out here. You can't be out here. And it it wouldn't be enforcement as far in like, trying to arrest them, but more so, all right, well, if you can't understand how dangerous this weather is, well, maybe we have to go to the hospital, you know, and get you help. So, but mostly everyone wanted a shelter. Like, we, what about a hot meal or a new jacket? You know, talk them into going to the shelter. So one thing we always ask our guests is for a cop story from any point in your career, even, even going through back to traffic. Um, do you have anything? The only thing I could think of which is still like motivating me to try and be like the best in my position was recently um, prior to being a, a sergeant I was in narcotics and I had like a great team a great sergeant and that's what I want to mimic going forward like as a supervisor like having that camaraderie amongst my people and just knowing like all right I have your back whatever you need we'll set an example and we'll move forward like that so I know that's the kind of supervisor I want to be and that's the kind of team I want to try to help like (laughs) gotcha well it's great to actually hear a sergeant that realizes you know, this is what I appreciated in sergeants in the past. And that's what I kind of want to mimic now. That's, that's, that's great. That, cause I mean, we can all think of bosses that like, why are you acting like this? We all had sergeants like you and you didn't like it. So why are you? Yeah, I had a wonderful sergeant and I, I tell him when I got promoted, I called him. I'm like, thank you so much. Cause you've shown me exactly how I would want to be. The, the example you want to set as a sergeant, I think that automatically, you know, if, if, if you met someone randomly and they didn't know that you were that invested in the community and you told them that, it's an automatic giveaway that even when you're on the job and you're with other officers, you're still trying to build a community amongst that community that's already built. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's really passionate. You mentioned that you worked in the something with narcotics. Can you um, elaborate on that? Because I feel like you kind of glazed on it and it surprised me. So I'd be interested to hear more. Um, I worked in the Narcotics Bureau. I was a detective in uh, Brooklyn South as an undercover. And what kind of, I I don't know how much you can go into as an undercover, but what was that kind of role like? 
basically you're trying to buy narcotics from off the street, um, engaging in uh, with the community for narcotics-based like interactions and trying to get these subjects off the street who you know are like selling or you think are selling. It's definitely a jump from giving out tickets. Um, but I think I think every part of your career at some point or another is a, is important and it's definitely an essential part of what New York City is and, and kind of the things we want to combat. I, I think you're on a, an amazing path and I look forward to hopefully working in the future with you in terms of community stuff because I always tell someone of this, if you want to look at the community, you're in the right room and you're on the right podcast and you know the right people. <laughs> thank you. Anything else you want to throw in now that we're just about at the end of the show here? Uh, thank you for having me and thank you for introducing me to a lot of stuff that's happening here because I wasn't even aware of what was going on and it just kind of brought in like everything that I saw myself doing and seeing that it is an option. Did it again. Oh. Did it? <laughs> I didn't even realize that. <laughs> it's almost like we knew what we were doing when we picked our name. <laughs> no, it's great. And I, I hope that you definitely come back here to uh, continue your dreams of, of helping uh, the community now. So I want to thank you so much for uh, the amount of light you've been able to shed on your career and, and give us some of the information on what traffic agents, even undercovers, and what homeless outreach end up doing. This ended up being a bigger episode than I expected. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> thank you. Uh, for those of you listening at home, please... Uh, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate us as highly as you can. Five stars, John's saying. However, however many you can give us, wherever you can give it, I would appreciate it. For John, for Madison, for Sergeant Simmons, I am police officer Joe Galetta. Thank you for opting in and continue listening.